Welcome back to another episode of We, we Go, Go Off. Off. I'm Ethan, the founder of uh, Procrastinators Unite. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, I'm Ethan, the founder of this podcast. Oh, yeah. I saw your eyes. You were about to lose it right there. Oh, my God. I guess I'm a little salty today. I don't know why. But hey, (laughs) I'm Pam. So hello, everyone. It's nice to have you all back. Yeah. But (laughs) there's somebody else across the table. Did you notice them when we got here? I think I did. She's pretty cool. She seems pretty cool, right? I know. She's my vibe. So go ahead. Introduce No, we have a special guest with us. Introduce yourself, dear Michelle. Hello, everybody. My name is Michelle, and I am a welcomed guest on this podcast and i'm so excited to be here today and i'm very thankful that you guys invited me yeah. to join you today Woo! Woo! so exciting to have you on the podcast i'm gonna do five questions instead of 20 just so people can get to know you i think that's Real fair hair. i'm not i'm gonna be nice i'm not gonna oh, color. Okay. i'm a little scared like, okay let me let me go through my list here no, i'm just kidding <laughs> you do not have to answer that <laughs> no i'll start simple um okay. favorite color my favorite color is gray. 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 Yeah. Wow. Okay, like what kind of gray? I, like, this is not question two, by the no, way. No, this no, is no, a subpart part first. No, you're totally fine. Um, so this is kind of funny. My bedding is all gray. Mm-hmm. I love the color gray. I think it goes with everything. I love a good warm gray. Warm like almost gray. on the verge of a taupe. Oh, oh, like almost like this, this color of this beautiful wall right here. Yes. Oh. Um, since this is an audio podcast, you won't yes. see it, I'm but sorry. we will put it. We will put it on our Instagram where you can see it. So we will just take a picture there. of Ethan's wall. wall. Yes. But yeah. No, I just think it's very earthy, very cool, and it goes with everything. That. So yeah, I'll Pretty have cool. to have you over at my house because my whole house is like gray. gray. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm gonna gray. have a field like, day. Yeah. Our bathroom gray. So like, yeah. Pretty cool. I All right. Awesome. That's a unique color. Thank you. Yes. No one has ever said gray, so <laughs> mad props. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I guess, question two, what's okay. your uh, comfort food? What's your go-to? <sighs> My God. My go-to food has to definitely be, you know, those little pirouettes? Do you know what those are? Oh, oh Those yes. are so fucking good. Dude, okay. I'll demolish like a half of a can of those. So they come in like two bags, uh-huh. and when I'm like really sad, I'll just eat pirouettes, and they're so good. Specifically oh, the chocolate uh, ones. Those are really good. They're very mm. tasty. I just had some, <laughs> actually. <laughs> and this is why. Those are one of your favorite foods, right? Okay, cool, cool. I think this is going to have to become a drinking and eating podcast right now. <laughs> you know I'm what? Like, I'm for it. Oh, my you gosh. You know me and my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> snack, that's my whole back. Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit. I mean, she's a full ass snack over oh, here. Girl. So, thank you. Meal, but you know, oh, well, that's my thought. Okay, okay, all right. I'm just saying, I'm just kidding. You're right. I'm gonna keep complimenting you, please. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually depressed. Like, <laughs> I eat it. <laughs> Tell me all, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, um, third question. Uh, how old are you? I'm 23 years old. Hey, yeah, I'm a baby. I look like I'm 16. I always get really, I get hardcore carded. I yeah. told the line, they always just like look yeah. at my ID. They're like, is this fake? I'm like, nope. They're over here like flicking it a little bit. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> they're, I, like, I, yeah. they're like, hold on. Looking for the Zia. Yeah, they're always like, <laughs> yeah, this is they're like, like, what the fuck? I actually went to Taos this summer, and I had my ID checked at this bar, and I I laid it down for this guy, and it was there for five minutes because everybody was ordering drinks, and I didn't even order anything to drink. Okay. But he still wanted to check my ID, and he looked at it, and he's like, he's all, what's your address on your ID? And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, I totally get it. So I reiterated my address, and I told him that, and he's like, this doesn't look real. I'm like, what? what the fuck do you mean it doesn't look real? Oh, my God. I'm like, okay, and I, I literally... 
know my ID number because <laughs> I'm psychotic. So, Matt, so you cited the ID number? Yeah, I was like, you want to know my fucking ID number? And he didn't want to give me my ID back. And I was like, I'll call the cops right now, dude. Like, Yeah, this is like a legit... Like, oh my and I'm like, we are, we are balls deep in the Taos ski valley. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, this is going to take a while. And he's like, fine, whatever. He got so mad. I wasn't even drinking. I didn't even want a beer. I was like, are you kidding me? What so the yeah, hell? I'm 23, but I look like a child. There's a really long answer to your question. No. I am terribly sorry. No, I mean, <laughs> okay. give me the whole long round. Give me a novel. I'm ready for it. I'm I love there's it. no such thing as oversharing. No, not at all. Not in this podcast. <laughs> no, You're going to regret that now. answer later. <laughs> yeah. No, she, she will um, not regret this. Everyone knows our deepest, darkest <laughs> secrets. So it's they kind do, of like, exactly. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we're basted turkeys. We're... <laughs> We've talked about it all. Me too. No, I'm not. Yes, we love it. Oh my gosh. Uh, Sorry, I was resonating with you because I also have like a younger looking face. You really do. And people were just like, I remember when I turned 21, it was like a whole hassle. But I have never had someone been like, I'm 24. Yeah, crazy. I feel like, oh, I feel really? like you look really young too. Like yeah. me too. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I feel this. No, I, I get you. Yeah, 100. Well, but good, yeah. good for you, bitches. Because I always get accused of being 30 over here. You like, don't look 30. See, I, I, I know. That's life. what I'm saying. But useful. like, it, it, it happens a lot, though. I don't know what it is. I'm like, in the gay community, I'd be dead by 30. So it's like, <laughs> I, oh shut God. up, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a matter of maturity. People don't get emotional maturity doesn't mean you're like ancient. Mm-hmm. You can still be pretty young, yeah. but you're emotionally mature, so you're able to respond and converse with a lot of people. I guess that's true. That's okay. kind of what I've been All noticing. Right. So. Now my friends oh, is what's called childhood trauma. <laughs> 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 she is correct. Anyway. Oh, sorry guys. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Um, <laughs> out to my mom and my dad. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. We love love our parents. I love, parents. I love yes. our parents. We are grateful for you all. So thank you. Thank you, birth if giver. I know. I was like, mom, if you're listening, I love you. Sorry. <laughs> Sick shout out. Sick shout out. I'm all shout out to mom. So that's question three. Yeah, that's so, question three. Okay. Before, do you got one for me, Ethan? Yeah. Um, have you always been here in uh, New Mexico? Yes. I was born and raised in Albuquerque and I have Ooh. been here my entire life. And honestly... I love it. I love yeah. Albuquerque, even though it's kind of crime-ridden now and it's gotten a little downhill. This will always be my home, and I really love the culture here, too. That's beautifully said. That's a beautiful, yeah. I'm like, wow, let's just quote this, put it on her I'm trying to be as eloquent as I can, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, just let it go. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Let it go. Can't hold me back anymore. Thank Just kidding. You. That was beautiful. Yeah, thank you. All right, final question because okay. I love candy. What's your favorite candy bar? Mm. Honestly, I haven't had a candy bar in a really long time. But mm. if I have to say, Hershey's with almond. Oh, those are oh, so fucking yes. good. Slaps. No, my, my best friend actually got me into that. And it's definitely been my favorite for like the last year and a half. I really okay. love okay. Hershey's with almond. Those, you're right. They do slap. They're so mm. fucking good. Best just like snack if you need something. Sweet, Absolutely. but also a little protein. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I want to feel skinny. Skinny. I love it. Well, thank oh, man. you. Thank That's you great. for coming to our uh, five questions, Michelle. I appreciate it. Thank yes, you for having yes, me. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Anyway. I love it. She she passed the test. I she think, did. Right? I think yeah. she did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Okay. Um, okay. But I guess like getting into the intro and everything, um, has there been any new developments with us? Like, what is new in your life? I feel like I haven't seen you in a week, and who knows what's going on with you in this past week? So you know, who, I don't even know what's going on with myself this past week. Um, it's just one of those things. I feel like every week flies, and all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm a week sure. older. 
what have I done with my life? I have no idea. Just kidding. Yeah, it's kind of. I've had some weird, like, psych outs. My mental has been a little weird because it's like life is good, the sun's out, and then I'm also like, what is me? I have nothing to live for. Like, just so dramatic. So I've been hot and cold, a little wild. Okay, Katy Perry. Hey. But other than that, nothing major. Work's been pretty good, which is nice. But uh. I went to a soccer game for my niece cousin. I don't know, like it's a my cousin's niece. Okay, no, 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 so my cousin's daughter. So my niece. So that would be your okay. Second all right, cousin? so it's like it's first, a, no, first twice removed. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so you're correct. That's the uh, I guess legal family definition. <laughs> oh, but this like cousin is like a bro of mine. And his wife's like a sister of mine. So at this point, I feel like their daughter's my niece. I think sometimes that's easier to explain. Yeah. Especially coming from a big family myself. Yeah, I get that. That's yeah. kind of how it is. But anyway, we saw her soccer mm-hmm. game. She's in middle school. And just, you know, the joy of sports when you're in middle school. It's like such a, um, a fun time. And I'm over here like... I used to be such in good shape, and now I'm over here like, I can't even run how much these Dude, kids me too, are. Right? Let's be real. We can't even run a mile without panties anymore. I'm like, <gasps> after I get up the stairs at school, I'm like, I gotta decompress. I'm like, holy That's shit. That's how I feel. There's, there's yeah. this meme, actually, of Moira. Not to go completely off no, the rails, fine. but like, so, um, you guys have watched Shit's Creek ever? Yes. Yeah? Yes! Yeah? Yes! Okay, okay. So there's a meme of Moira, and she's talking to, um... The the inn or oh my god I cannot remember her name the person who owns the inn or whatever but anyway she's talking to her and she's like a lot younger and she's like photograph yourself so now so much right now she's like you might not feel like you're the most attractive person but she's like in ten years from now you will have wished that you would have like appreciated your body and I feel like that's kind of like what you were feeling with this girl you're like appreciate what you look like because it's okay so I don't want to be weird and I'm not saying that no 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 no, what I'm about to say just please know this is not at all in like a weird way yeah but I was really amazed by this like a girl she had the like her legs were toned. Like you can, you know how the muscle like comes apart in the it's top. Very part? defined. Yes. yes. Yeah. And I was just like, I my legs used to look that defined. You know, like I was just reminiscing on like my high school body because I was just, you know, in high school you depending on who you are. Some people don't like doing extracurriculars, and that's totally up to you. Yeah. For me, I was definitely in track. I did tennis yeah. and bowling, and so I was always. On the go, and my body definitely reflected that, you know, continual movement. And so now I'm just like, man, I have an office job. This is not what I was expecting. Yeah. Like, okay, I feel like that is you when you were a teenager, and your body is going to change so much regardless of what it you do true. in your active life. And yes. that is something that I, I personally have had to come terms with. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. you saying that, actually, because it's yes. true, because I feel yeah. like... Especially in like our early twenties, like we can be beating ourselves up over that, it's, right? It's hard. It's really yeah. hard to I like mean, be like, yeah, no, yeah, like yeah. I look like this now, and you know, I no matter what I do, I can't look the way that I want because you have this image of yourself when you were younger. Like you can go reflect on other pictures, right? And you're like, oh yeah, I was really skinny, but you were also sixteen in that picture, right? Exactly. Like you, this is before like true puberty, and like, your metabolism was like. Yeah. No, I didn't mean to interject on that. I'm sorry. No, but I'm like, I no, feel no, so no, I agree. About no. This. And you don't need to be sorry that. about interjecting, please. Please, <laughs> please interject. I'm, I'm going to interrupt the fuck out of you. Yes! <laughs> no, 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 I agree. But uh, yeah, I think it's just one of the things like the heart wants what it can't have kind of. Very yeah, true. Yeah. I don't know. Also, you know, I've uh, developed in some uh, booby areas. Oh, sorry. Did I say that loud? <laughs> 
<laughs> that was the biggest uh, growth, I think, in the past few years. Was the same. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, even in the time I've known you, to be honest, like it's like, yeah, you were right. You grew. You're, like, you're double the, E over here. Yeah, I'm, oh, they I'm, love it. <laughs> I no, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, you appreciate not... the woman that she's. Become. I appreciate. Yes, you are a full-grown woman, and I, I love am. that. That's pretty. You should appreciate yourself for that. Yes, well, yes, thank, yes, you. yes. thank you. Thank you. I, I do appreciate mm-hmm. myself, but it's one of those like I it's should hard. be better. But anyway, sorry for my sob story, everyone. <laughs> it's not a sob story because everybody <laughs> feels the same way. <laughs> <laughs> she's all in all started with the soccer game. I'm, I'm telling you, my <laughs> mental's been hot and gold. This is what yeah. I'm saying. I'm, I like. Like one day will be like I'm a badass, and then the other day I'll be like. <laughs> so anyway, but that was yeah. my life. What about you, Ethan? What you end up doing? <laughs> well, so today was like my first day of the three day weekend. Um, so Hello. this morning I woke up and like mm-hmm. I was like I'm gonna go for a long run. So I went for four miles this morning, wow. and yeah, it was honestly so nice, so refreshing. I just had like my jams on. I was like over here like jamming to believe by Cher. I was all fuck yeah. Like, do you believe in life after love? I'm just like sprinting through like the parking lot and stuff Did like that. Did you so. just say? a four mile run was yeah. refreshing it was uh, I, w- I would want to <laughs> die after a four mile run no. I, I don't even think I can run four miles consecutively <laughs> I am very impressed Oh, thank you, you. thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm trying, you know. I'm trying to like get to that summer bod, you know. We're getting there. We're getting there slowly. Any bod's a summer bod. I that's know. true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, God, I sound like such a frat guy there. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it's okay. Sometimes you need that frat boy energy to like motivate yourself. Yeah. Like I'm gonna be an asshole today. So exactly. I got I got to channel my inner Chad. You know what I mean? Chad. Yes. Chad. Um, no, but the reason why, like. <laughs> <laughs> so we're recording um on a thursday which is kind of weird for me because most of the time i'd be working on a thursday yeah um and part of that is because like i now have started my work schedule uh wednesday through uh or not wednesday oh my god uh sunday, sunday through wednesday so schedule. i mean right. uh, in the bigger sp- scheme of things it's not terrible i will say it's kind of sad like losing the sunday but honestly yeah. sunday no offense actually no total fucking offense <laughs> you are the least favorite day of the week for me you always have been like sunday I, scaries sunday scaries i always had sunday day meltdown that's what my mom used to call it when i was oh a little God. kid because really? like on sundays i would lose my shit i don't know what it was <laughs> i would just be like ah! like You're crying like, over I nothing can't do this, yeah exactly so it must have been anxiety i'm swear that's what sundays do to me I yeah bad anxiety just Ooh. i can loan you a couple propranolol girl i got you i got the connect i'm just kidding this is not like a hard drug, guys. This is a blood pressure medication that helps with anxiety. We don't know exactly why. But... Dude, I went to the eye doctor and he's like, yeah, you have high blood pressure. My fucking eye doctor. I was like, no. Uh... Oh, because they checked the pressure of your eyes, right? No, well, they literally took my blood pressure. I, had, oh. I went to the optometrist and I had my eyes checked and he's like, yeah, let me take your blood pressure. And I'm like, okay. So I'm already anxious. So my blood is up. My blood, my, my blood is up. My blood, my blood pressure. <laughs> the blood is up. The blood is up. I'm all, okay. Oh my god i'm all yeah so there's a shot glass here that yes. says a uh, giant penis on it and that's the shot glass that i was using yes <laughs> Yes. Big dick energy for sure. I okay. sense it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big dick energy. Oh, man. So that's a little high. I'm all, dude, I know. Okay, I'm all just ignore that. I'm all, it's fine. Dang. I think everyone our age has high blood pressure because I do too. Wait, what? <laughs> okay. Oh, me okay. too. I don't want the exact numbers, but like, how, do you guys know like the range? Uh, I don't remember, honestly. I was I too just, anxious. Yeah, I just remember my doctor being like, you really need to get your... <laughs> He's like, 
you really need to get, get your, your shit together. together. <laughs> Basically, she was like, get your shit together or else you're going to have to go on medication. And I was like, no way. You need to calm down. I'm fine. <laughs> and I walked out of there like, I ain't changing anything. <laughs> God damn. Y'all yeah, listen, babe. If yeah. I go down, I go down. You're like, it's okay. Damn. Kind of how I was feeling. You know, it's just one of those things like, I do recall eating like fast food for like five days straight before I went to that doctor's appointment. So maybe that was why. Huh? You just had a little bit of extra salt. Yeah. yeah your your blood much. pressure spiked a little bit. Maybe. It happens. Maybe it was high cholesterol. It was probably both. I'm not quite sure. No, no, cholesterol probably not. I would say it's probably because if you eat a lot of salt, what happens is it's kind of that osmosis effect. It'll take the water out of your uh, blood cells. Mm-hmm. And so that can actually help spike your blood pressure. That, so. Yeah. That's why I didn't take it too seriously. I did have a little like panic attack with and I was like, I'm fine. I'm freaking 24. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, you know. all, it's all the salty bitch attitude that gets you there. Yes, okay, it's true. It's true. Oh, crazy, how crazy. Dang, I just went to the optometrist too. Did you? These are my brand new glasses, by the way. I just got Dang. them. Dang. Oh my God. Those are cute. Those are adorable. Thanks, guys. I like I love the blue. That's yeah. a very, it's like a royal blue. Oh yes. my God. Because she's royalty. Oh I'm God. like, oh my God, don't flatter me. I'm going to fucking blush. I'm so white, guys. <laughs> You're going to see it right away. <laughs> Blue is in though. I'm all for it. I'm blue. Yeah, anyways. You know, a friend told me that it was like, I'm blue and I beat off a guy. So I literally had said that. Yeah. I'm blue and I beat off a guy. It's not actually the case, but it sounds like that, right? No. No? I think your perception was a little bit twisted at the time. I think you definitely. I mean, sometimes you do a little twist, like a. A, a, a little twist. Like a pepper you... grinder, you know? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, ah, pepper grinder. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our TED Talk. <laughs> Welcome to our TED Talk. You didn't know you were coming for sex facts, but here you go. Um, anyways, before we go completely off the rails, um, I think that kind of wraps up uh, a little bit of the um, introduction there. Yeah, so. definitely. We'll go ahead and go to our housekeeping. Yes, we'll yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so social media, definitely on Instagram. It's We Go Off Podcast. Um, we made a Spotify playlist and an Apple playlist. We have yet to link it. So sorry. But we will get that done because for some reason you can't add another website. Well, and actually, let me correct that. It's not the Apple podcast or uh, Apple uh, music. It's actually YouTube music. So I can't believe I said that. <laughs> I know. Oh, I, I'm just kidding. Thank God, the Apple cult has really gotten to I you know, too. I'm oh my gosh. No. Devoured by an Apple. <laughs> by an Apple. By an just Apple. A single just, Apple. Not yes. even Steve Jobs. It's just no, Apple. Just an, just an Apple. Apple. And Steve Jobs is fucking rising from his grave right now. He's he all, is. Really? He's, he's really? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No. Thank you for correcting me, Ethan. YouTube music and Spotify. I'm so sorry. Please disregard what I just said. No, no problem. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, we are on nine different platforms. Uh, you can find us pretty much anywhere that you have ears and a podcast. So yeah. <laughs> find us, guys. Yeah, come we're, and find us. We're pretty wild. Yeah. Because so, we are drinking a Cosmopolitans tonight. Ooh, yeah, they're uh, very good. They're very tasty. Good job, Ethan. Yeah, yes. thank you. I Our got, bartender. Oh, thanks, guys. Ooh. I know. So, like, I had uh, asked someone about this, like, which drink I should be doing, and mm-hmm. uh, they recommended two drinks. They okay. said either a Russian mule, yep, or they said a cosmopolitan. And at first, I was like, you know what, fuck it, we're gonna do the Russian mule. But then I was like, I want to be a little bartending bitch tonight. No. So yeah, the yeah. cosmopolitans they were a little strong, no, but I'm just a wimp, so sorry. <laughs> I feel like they were so good, I couldn't even taste the alcohol. And that's oh, that's a good lot because yeah. I'm, I'm feeling it a little bit. Oh, yeah. me too. Okay. You you served me too. Okay. 
Disclaimer, we had two Cosmopolitans. Well, I, we just finished our second one. And a shot. One. And a and shot. A shot. Yeah. So God damn. We're, wow. we're here. We're here for it. It's we're really here. Fun. We're here and we're going off. If I'm so. slurring, I am deeply sorry. Oh, not at all. Hey, you're saying the same thing I said in the first episode. I was like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm slurring. <laughs> I'm slurring my words. I mean, to be honest, with that first episode, we didn't start recording until we were like six drinks deep or something Shut crazy up. like that. Really? Yeah. We were, yeah, we we were, were at least lit. Six I'd be asleep at that yeah. point. I'm like, nap time bitch because i'm tired i know we went to a couple breweries and then we went back to your place and then we were like drinking some more we're like let's start this let's start the podcast okay off topic speaking of breweries i love going brewery hopping yeah oh my god yes i think i actually said both of you guys i said another one that's chicken one the chicken one yeah the chicken killer or no, not, no, 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 the chicken kill, like Did the chicken game where like oh the chicken game yeah okay yeah, so, so uh Santa Fe Brewing Company has a beer it's called Chicken Killer it's like a ten percent I think it's a red ale or something oh that like thing that. will kill you yeah so my Agreed. when my dad used to play soccer um I believe he told me that Santa Fe Brewing Company sponsored them and they named their team the Chicken Killers no. after that beer and it was really cool and I've had it and honestly. It'll get you pretty fucked up. It's like it a, it's a ten or an eleven percent beer, and yeah. they only serve it in the can. Well, see, and that's the thing, right? So then, like mm-hmm. the Albuquerque metro area, I yeah. feel like there's a couple microbreweries or breweries in general mm-hmm. that like they have that one drink on their menu yep. that like doesn't taste that alcoholic, but is like a niner, tenner. It'll kill you. Yeah, bro. you have one of those, and it's like. You're on that's your ass. Like boxing bear. Anytime I go there, oh, I it's bear. so cute. I love boxing bear. And so shout out to boxing bear. Sponsor us. Anyway, I know. I'm like, us. boxing bear, I love you so much. My dad <laughs> no, buys you yeah. your beer like every week, bro. I'm like, I'm hey just yo. kidding. Shout out to that. Like, shout out. Hey, yo. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted no. the fuck hey, out of you. Just now, I'm like, listen. <laughs> listen. I just said the same word twice in the same sentence. I don't know how that happened, but. Alcohol. Um, <laughs> hey, you got it. She said it's the cranberry juice actually <laughs> it was the cran juice it was the orange zest we're preventing <laughs> utis you know yeah thank you um no but uh at boxing bear they have a 10 they have like four or five 10 percent beers it's crazy and like it? but they only serve you three of them oh yeah they yeah, have yeah, a free yeah. drink limit but if you know the bartender they'll give you more that's true mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's I the same thing at tell me this at Marble, um, they have this drink. It's like a two drinker because it's so strong. I think it's like it's it? a, the barley, the barley, the barley wheat, like barley wheat. Yes, yep. yes, yes, yes. I'm like an alcoholic, guys. Sorry. No, no, <laughs> we just like our alcohol. <laughs> I just like beer a lot. <laughs> a lot. No, I get it. I, me too. Me too. So yeah, there's some pretty good drinks out there. So if anybody's ever visiting the Albuquerque area. Um, you can obviously DM us, but we also have like a lot of good places. So just we do. I will say, I think mm. so. Funny enough, I went to Denver, and I may have already mentioned this in a previous episode, but they had a craft beer map of the like the United States. Yeah, and in the West side, the Southwest especially, mm. we are well known for our craft beers, and it actually originated in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense why it's like spread to New Mexico, Utah. Arizona, yes. Utah, because we're the craft. You know, we love craft beers, and that's why so many breweries have opened up in this area so yeah i love beer as well and i think it's so exciting to live in a city that has mm-hmm. you know a lot of catering of to it yeah. yeah speaking of craft beer have you guys ever had a stone brewery beer it's it's i think it's based out of san diego california oh, I don't and it has know. like this really dope ass logo no so they make a, it's called a delicious ipa very tasty um they have a couple other really good ipas but they have a seasonal japanese green tea ipa Ooh, it's a 10.1 percent <laughs> 
and it is so good. I actually just had it. I think it was like in the fall or the summer of last year. Oh my god, fantastic! What? And it was. Oh. It didn't taste very. You know how sometimes when you get like a really high percentage oh, beer, nut. yeah. Oh, nut. If it's oh. if it's like a higher percentage, you're like, this is fucking disgusting. No, this tasted so fucking good. Oh. So if you ever run across that, I think you can get a Total Wine when mm. it's like out for the year. Oh we'll have to go to Total Wine when it's out because I that sounds love Total Wine. Yeah, right. Field Let's trip. Go. I'm all yeah. That's just where we're going after the pod. It's just so you know. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounded amazing. Sorry, Thanks guys. for the recommendation. <laughs> no, that's great. Sorry, and thank you for the recommendation. For sure. I'm all for it. But we should probably get to our song of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so all three of us pick the song. Oops. Um, okay. So I'll go ahead and start. My song is called Honey, and it's the Janatsu and Rudy remix mm-hmm. by Jetta. By Jetta. Uh, and it's almost, in the car? Yeah, almost. <laughs> oh, yeah. my Jetta God. Yes. I drive a Volkswagen. Oh, hey. Oh, Michelle <laughs> sponsored the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, this song for me, um, it's something I found in my Discover Weekly. And you know how I've talked about my silk jazz this is like a mix with silk techno (laughs) do you like jazz do you like jazz Gary B. Benson moment. Oh my God. <laughs> Obviously, when I was thinking, I said silk jazz. So thank you for keeping my mind straight. Silk techno. It's like a mix of silk techno, but also like dance music. Yes, for sure. It was good. I thank really you. enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a vibe, and I was feeling it. I mean, we all have some bangers on this Ooh. list. So go ahead, Ethan. Okay, so um, mine is from a fellow ENFP from our 16 Personalities. <laughs> um, Kelly Clarkson has released this song that I feel like is somewhat underrated. It's not the first song you think of when you think of yeah. Kelly Clarkson, but it's still like one of those songs that probably fits in the top 10 of her songs, right? Sure, definitely. So the song that I chose was Already Gone by Kelly Clarkson. And Finger. so I know. <laughs> so good. It's just like anytime like I'm in the car like midday for some reason, like it doesn't even make sense. It's not like I'm mm-hmm. emotional or anything, but but the song comes on and I'm just over here like already gone just like screaming <laughs> in my car like, people next to you are like what the fuck like, he's going through it and it's just a typical Thursday over here for me you know so oh, listen I'm just on my way home from work like, <laughs> yeah five. I don't care exactly yeah. so I love that. um just a song that's always like resonated in my life not for any like emotional reason or anything but I love this song so yeah that's my song how about you dear Michelle so my song is Ride, and it's by a band called Mako Road, and I really liked that song. We listened to it before this, and it was really dope. So They're good. kind of an indie band, but they also have like a reggae vibe, so it's a really good mix of both, and you yes. can totally check them out. They have a couple other really good songs. Um, I think it's on the album called The Green Superintendent. Oh, What? It's I very know. interesting. No, and there's also a song called The Green Superintendent. It's fucking okay. amazing, so absolutely go check out their fucking music i think they're australian too which makes them even cooler oh, so oh, 10 out of 10 recommend 10 out of 10 oh i love absolutely oh, crikey blimey oh, like, i know you're blimey. like i was like i got nothing for you i'll be like let's go to the barbecue the, the barbecue <laughs> <laughs> that blooming onion the, like the, crocodile the, crocodile sorry for any australians that we might have offended in I the know, past 30 yeah. seconds of us talking this is why i don't do accents same <laughs> i can't I'm too wait for that shit Thanks. honestly <laughs> i know i try come to on guys he's like, all listen we don't listen. have to go there yeah no accents are not sorry right. guys uh, no <laughs> but but yes so um i think that kind of concludes all mm-hmm. of our intro here so when we're back we're gonna get into the fascinating topic of mlms oh. yes. we'll be back
<laughs> and we're back with our sorry side note. Sorry, guys. We normally do this like clapping to show that we're starting, so we can sync our audio. <laughs> and the clap Ethan did was atrocious. <laughs> it was like was it ear breaking? I don't even know. Wait, wait, wait. your that guys' ear sound was barrier. ringing as well, right? Just a little. Bit. Oh my god. Anyway, that was hilarious. Good so, job. Anyways, so we're back, and we're back with our main topic, and we're going to be talking about multi-level marketing this week with our dear friend michelle well so michelle i feel like you're the one that introduced this topic to us can you describe a little bit what mlms or multi-level marketing is so i did introduce the topic when ethan was asking me about like hey what do you want to talk about because you're being super considerate and i really appreciate that but i have had some unfortunately derogatory experience with multi-level marketing and it's just like this Okay, people have this perception that multi-level marketing and a pyramid scheme is different, but I think yeah. they're synonymous, in my opinion. And with okay. my experience and my research and the fact that I've talked to people that are kind of victims of this, which we'll get into later, Yeah, but they are equivalent. And it's just kind of crazy because you buy into this product yes. and you're expected to you know, do this number of sales right. and if you're really pressured to do it. And if you don't make these sales, then you're not going to you know, evolve in the company. And it's just very pressure based mm-hmm. and it's kind of toxic and kind of mm-hmm. clicky. And I don't fucking like that. Right. And the fact that they advertise it as like, oh, you can work from home. You make your own time. You're doing yes. your own income right. and all of this stuff. It's genuinely a scam because i've seen girls that are like oh yeah you know i'm my own boss be your own girl boss yeah right. oh, girl boss. There's, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. fuck go. that uh, well, actually there's like girl bosses but like you're saying with this yeah. level where it's not necessarily like you're being a boss you're making money for someone else right yeah <laughs> well yeah. you're tech yeah you're technically making money for this huge corporation but right. you're also pretending at the same time you're putting up this facade like yeah no all of these earnings are my this is right. my money this is yeah. my income and that's not the truth and i don't know i just feel like people don't understand that and they get sucked into these marketing techniques mm-hmm. and they lose all of this money and then they have and then they don't want to do it anymore because it's so hard especially with a small market like where we live in new mexico right you can't have all of these connections to sell to people for whatever product you're selling right There's, the income is not there yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you just fail. And then it just fucking sucks because you just got scammed out of all your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So correct me if I'm wrong, okay. but most of these MLM like businesses, you have to buy in yes. before you can sell. Yes, yes. That is correct. Yeah. So like that just blows my mind a little bit. Like I, I get, I guess not really, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, I can see why they'd want you to buy the product you're about to sell because yeah. you know, if you're getting all this product mm-hmm. and you run away with it. That's like you're buying, right? Yep. Like you're basically <laughs> buying the stuff you're about to sell. Yes, it um, is. And I know it's like a little bit commission based. It is. But it's all about like the level and the volume of people you have that actually mm-hmm. brings in money, correct? Yep. So with a lot of these multi-level marketing, I, I, I'm going to call them schemes. I know people are probably going to be really offended about that, but they are schemes uh, specifically with like, I don't know, nutrition, hair care, you know, skincare, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. So they'll buy in and then they recruit people who are underneath them. And that's how they make their money because they're making money off of those people's commissions. And they're like, if you get to my level, you're going to make so much money. But for now, you know, your sales are going towards my income, but you'll get there eventually. And let's, I think there was a, a sample taken. It was 
the statistics were saying that, hey, you know, when we have these girls or whoever the fuck that's selling these products that are at this like top level, like position and they have all these girls under them, that is only 1% of the population. Right. So these people that are below these girls that are like, yeah, no, be on my team, sell these products. You're going to make so much money are really not making that much money and they're not being transparent about it. So it's just kind of like this big facade. Yeah. So you're saying MLMs are like corporate America. (laughs) Uh, They're equivalent to corporate America. But but the funny thing is MLMs are like, yeah, no, you make your own schedule. You're your own boss. You make your own money. But then yeah. they're out here hustling when they're in the fucking hospital. What was that? Because yeah. they can't make sales. Well, it's like- so I I have a my, my mm-hmm. mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she was uh, into a uh, business that did like MLM, and, but yep. this was like twenty years ago plus. Like you know, yeah, she started off, and I feel like it was a different time at that point. Like Agreed. it was very new, and so that you mm-hmm. would actually get commissions off what you were selling. Yeah. But that was actually one of the main reasons why my mom stopped selling what she was was because. It started becoming a pyramid scheme. You yeah. Know, she had to, you know, bring in at least three people each month under her yeah. to keep, like, her commission base mm-hmm. almost. And it's you're right. It's just like you're trying to expand those branches mm-hmm. of the tree, but each branch gets smaller. And the money you're funneling to these, like, individual people, yes. you're not funneling as much. And it makes it way more difficult. Like you said, if you have a very confined population yes. and you know only 10% of these people are actually going to be interested mm-hmm. in that product... What happens when, you know, you join later on and all the other people that are selling this and they've already talked to all of these people that that's, you're working yep, with? Yep, that's the point exactly that I'm trying to make is you have this one person that, say, you went to high school with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've already sold this product, if they can, to everybody that you already know. Mm-hmm. So you're already set up for failure. Right. And that's how they make money is because you're already buying into this line. They're making the money that you're paying by buying into the line. Right. And then as soon as you're like, well, I'm not creating a successful business model for myself mm-hmm. and they want to get out they have to pay to get out right and so mm-hmm. i had um one of my family members um mm-hmm. love her to death but she uh got trapped in that she mm-hmm. did one of those like um mlms and you know it was like a 600 hundred dollar buy-in that's insane yeah well and like and so you know they whoever mm-hmm. had brought her in really hyped it up it was like you can they always totally do. right they always do and that's mm-hmm. the whole catch is you have to mm-hmm. you know be aware enough like yeah sure if i guess you grind and grind and grind and keep on it maybe it's possible but who Mm -hmm. wants to work you know 80 hour weeks to try and make Mm -hmm. this happen that's not ideal at all that's not being your own boss exactly that's exactly what they that's how they market it i'm like you're a fucking liar sorry (laughs) no and i mean it's like the nature of these products too right so it's like the type of products that they're using you know it's about Mm -hmm. like financial independence it's about um household products that could be used um every day like health beauty wellness like Mm -hmm, it's all these different things that are supposed to like be something that like us as human beings are kind of marketed to to like this is what's going to help you like achieve your next level of like precisely yeah achieve humanity your goals. yeah exactly you want to be this beautiful you want to have your kitchen this put together exactly yeah. and so a lot of it is like manipulation and that's like how they really get into the heart and soul of like a lot of people because growing up like um oh i mean i don't want to say like the the company exactly but there was there was one and it was sensi right i'm all out them literally like as a little kid even in elementary school like Mm -hmm. we would know like oh she's a sensi mom like this is somebody who's going around selling like the little uh waxes that Mm -hmm. you like burn in your house right Right. and so it's like 
we knew them and like as a little kid i didn't understand exactly what was happening but it's so mm-hmm. crazy because like so what they expect you to do is for you to target your friends target your family target those yeah. who are close to you right and it honestly like so my mom i remember like one of her friends has kind of gotten into it mm-hmm. and it honestly made my mom want to avoid her because any time right. that like there was an interaction between they just her had and to this person talk about sales exactly they were like well you know like we just had this new product released on scentsy right. and it's like you know you can only buy so many wax warmers before you're like i want to kill myself yeah exactly <laughs> right. well it's like my mom was similar like she uh she wasn't as aggressive i will say it was yeah. just more of like she had her clients and like you mm-hmm. know every four weeks or whatever they'd be like like, hey, let me know. We got to order our product for, you know, whatever. Um, and so, like, she would do that. But I think that's where she struggled was she wasn't comfortable reaching out to those closest to you. Yeah. And so, like, my mm-hmm. husband, actually, he went into one of these uh, products as well. And, yeah, that was exactly how it was. Like, he bought into it. You had yep. to sell, like, to at least five people. And so, who were the five people he was able to sell to? His five family members, extended yeah. family, because yeah. they were like, oh, we support you. We want to make sure you succeed. That's how it starts. Yeah, and that's how exactly. it starts. And it was just lucky that, you know, he was able to realize really early on after he had, like, cleared out his buy-in fee that this isn't going to work. <laughs> like, this isn't good for the people that, you know, I love and I cherish, and it's just not good for me because you have – it's so – difficult especially in the market that we're in mm-hmm. to be able to sell these products and sell them efficiently and consistently right. when there's other people say 50 other people in that same market that are also trying to sell the same products exactly there's heavy competition and it just becomes a really toxic environment yeah, yeah. yeah it does and well so. and it's always disguised in like this nature of like you know it's a party or whatever like you make your own schedule you make your, your own, own schedule yeah, yeah. Like, i definitely think that party thing because a yeah. lot of these companies do what they like a sell huge party, parties yeah like you know and social media has only i think amplified the issue absolutely because everyone now reaches out to you on social media i'm on instagram barely like a little bit you know i've started to post a little bit more but you know i have people who are like you're stunning darling you sure you want to use my hair product and i'm like yeah uh, <laughs> um, well, actually no, i'm like do did you even see my face i don't even think it's on there yeah. <laughs> How do you know I'm beautiful? It is. But you know what I'm saying? It's ah, like, uh, yeah. and I am beautiful. <laughs> You're beautiful. Not to hype myself up. But it's just one of those things where you just kind of have to reach out to people mm-hmm. you wouldn't. And that's why you yeah. have accounts now just reaching out to random people they find on Instagram. Well, no, exactly. Sure. Because sure. They're, they're trying to reach these numbers or this astronomical mm-hmm. thing. You know, um, I, there was a time where I was almost pulled into an MLM, oh right? Yeah. Um, and this one was about financial security and stuff like that. And so it was like at a time where I was like financially a little bit vulnerable because yeah. I had just been out of my, um, my childhood home and stuff like that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so... I was like at a place where it was like, you know, this could be kind of a little bit Beneficial scary. And so they were you, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so that's how they market it. They were like, oh, you're a young man. You don't have any issues with credit. They're like, you just dropped like $2,000 with us today. And like, you will be yeah, like, like, you'll be saying. in. And then, yeah. and they literally like, I don't, I don't know, like, if you guys like have ever heard of like some of like the markers that are supposed to be hit by these, but yes. in this capacity, I was told that if I made X amount of sales, that I would be getting a Jeep. That would be all mine. It mm-hmm. wouldn't have to be anything they I had to worry about. Yeah, it was like it was like a reward. Or if I reached this other level, that I'd be getting an island, like a little fucking island. Oh my God, I'm you like, said that? they did. Like they went all the way wow. up the chain, and they're like, we're about to leave to our island tomorrow. Like the people who like had come, and it was like one of my friends who like I love her dearly. 
Um, and I think honestly, she just didn't realize what was happening, yeah. but she had like brought me in and she brought these people who from like headquarters basically to come in and talk to me. And I remember just like sitting there wow. and like, I was like so pressured. Like literally I remember being in this like little corner office where like, they were like literally like coming in at me face. in my yeah. face. Like you got, you need to join this. And then like the texts that I re- would receive, I would receive multiple texts. Yep. I re- received phone calls about this and it was like so much pressure. And like, I felt bad cause they did see like nice people like at least at first and i was like oh my god this could be like an opportunity or whatever but then Mm -hmm. i i had to sit and like rationalize like no like this is not gonna work for me like i i need Mm -hmm. to like step away from this because it is not gonna be healthy for me or anything like that and it seemed like a scheme it did it really did and i think that's kind of like the first alarm you get whenever you get approached by these um brands is Mm -hmm. the buy-in well, you're telling yes. me for me to sell your stuff, I have to buy in. Shouldn't you be asking me for my services and selling Right, it? yes. And so I think that's oftentimes what people confuse it with is that, you know, I get a lot of people have the idea that if you want to make money, you have to spend money. And yes, in some cases, like maybe in like marketing or whatever, that's and just a normal business activities. Right. However, it's different, you right? Know? Well, exactly. And I mean, even like the fact that there wasn't, there's no interview or anything with these processes. No, they're right? like, yeah, you're like, hired. Yeah, you're hired. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> right? They don't What's need no credit score. They don't need, they no, don't need no background check. They don't need no nothing. They're, they're like. Sure, might as well. You're 14. Let's do it. <laughs> well, they're you're like, young, you're spry. They're like, you have an active savings account, right? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, let me just verify your bank account number. <laughs> right. Shut yeah. up. It's like, a, it's like one of those scams you get, like the call scams. Or like, yeah, yes. we're, we're the Social Security Administration. No, I'm just kidding. Basically. No, basically. <laughs> again, okay, not to like reference our topic last week too much, but like some of these like schemes, like in those capacities are even getting a little intense because... Um, you know, there was somebody who I recently had heard that, uh, they thought that their own grandchild had called them, but it was just like somebody oh. who was like trying to Scamming scheme them, them out of money. They're like, oh they're gosh. like, grandma, I'm in jail right now. I need to post bail. Like it's going to be X amount of money. Like, oh my God. Send yeah. it to this. Send it to, send it to this. <laughs> like, like send it and drop oh, it gift cards. I was going to say, I'm all, we need Apple <laughs> gift cards. <laughs> right. That, that's what's going to scam. Yeah. This is oh. actually going to be the scam oh awareness. God. It's episode. crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. So off topic, I used to work at a credit union and I had this older gentleman. He came in when day and he was really sweet he was a regular of ours uh-huh. and he comes in and he's like so i just bought i think it was like a thousand dollars worth of fucking apple store gift cards at smith's the smith's up the road yeah oh my God. and i was like yo and he's like yeah i sent i gave them the codes right and he's like i just realized it was a scam i'm like mm. i'm like you're dumb as fuck first of all well, okay, so <laughs> i, I get it wanting I, the compensation or something or yeah well they they said that he, well, and of course, people are not going to be transparent with you when they're embarrassed. That was the biggest problem in banking. Right. When people got scammed. They're like, they're going to hide the most information from you as possible, mm-hmm. but revealing enough to be like, hey, please help me out with this. Right. Yeah. I need their money back. And I told them, I said, well, you willingly gave them the money because they were pretending to be a family member that was like being held hostage or some crazy right. fucking shit. It's always a crazy. wild like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was insane. And I'm like, dude, like, you know better. I know you know better. I know you're smart. But obviously we couldn't help him out because he had already spent the money on his card and given out the numbers. When you send the codes, that's game over. But he game called over. Apple and they got him his money back. And <gasps> that wow. is Apple customer service for you, baby. Apple gave him the money back? Oh, it was oh, it was $500 or more. I don't remember. It was $500, $2,000 yeah. worth of Apple store gift cards. Well, I mean, at that time, they couldn't like 
end it, right? Like yeah. before they spend the money. Usually yeah. the scammers are really good at collecting the funds like immediately after right. them getting the codes, but Apple has really good customer service, so wow. they gave them back the money. I mean they're rich as fuck. Yeah, they, they got that fucking coin, but I'm like, this is why they have the ability to refund everything. Cut to our podcast getting cut out like right now. <laughs> I know I'm like Apple, I, I have an ecosystem. I have your iPad, your iPhone, your watch, your fucking computer. She's I'm a like, loyal Apple me. customer. Yeah, seriously, sponsor us. Wow, that's actually amazing. I, I can't believe they refunded him I all his money. I am amazed, too. I was absolutely shocked. I was like, dude, come on. Well, so I used to work at a pretty uh, nationwide uh, grocery store. Okay. And I used to work in the, like, financial area that they had. Oh, Publix? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, close. That's oh, shit. Uh, but basically, you know, that was something they told us to keep an eye on, mm-hmm. was if someone comes up to you and, like, asks for more, I think it was, like, than $500 in gift cards, mm-hmm. instant Plus, Question mm-hmm. them to the extreme, and I actually like stopped someone one time. I was like, "Good," because they had asked me. They're like, "I need to send like two thousand to my granddaughter." Blah blah blah. You're like, and what? I was just like, "So where is she at?" You know, and she's like, "Oh, she's over here. She's in prison right now." And I was like, "Why would Have they you be called her?" And she was like, "No, no. I can't get a hold of her." And I was like. Did you actually call her cell? She's like, no, she's in prison. I was like, call her right now. And if, sure enough, she called her and she was like, hey, Grandpa, what's up? And she's like, you're not in prison? No, oh I wouldn't. Common sense out the window. Like, well, I feel bad because they, they prey on these people's vulnerabilities. They yes. do, yes. And they're like, your grandchild or your kid is in prison. You need to act now or else they're just going to be there forever. Exactly. And they don't know better. And I mean, and that's like the, I guess, vulnerability of being human is the immense love that you have for people. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's, especially what they prey on with, you know, those scams and that's yeah. why like you know it's and good to question it's exactly. good to ask yeah. and I think like going back to like MLMs yeah. I think that's why there's so much intense pressure right because like mm-hmm. in my situation like I had a friend yeah. that I value so dearly mm-hmm. who had brought me into this and so like I trust who they are and what their opinion is right. and I was like you know of course like you know what you, you want me to like listen to this little meeting yeah I'll do it, I'll, I'll do it. like yeah. yeah if this is gonna help you like let me try to help you and then like before I knew it I was like in the situation where like it felt like almost like a life or death situation like they make it almost sound like that sign now or else sign you won't now. be able to leave this room and like exactly. that's some of the sales tactics that these you know let's call them executives they push they're like you need to stress the importance of you know selling all of these products and meeting your sales goals like it's life or death you have to do it and yes. people fall into this pattern and they just see this facade they're like what the fuck like I gotta do this right now I don't care who's you know financial position is at stake like i gotta make my sales and i think that has just created such a toxic environment and just such a really bad mindset Mm -hmm. and people haven't broke out of it like during covid specifically oh it was bad let's talk about like (laughs) mothers that are just that just had babies during covid they're like well i can't go to work and i we need more income because i now have this child exactly that i'm trying to support and there's this easy out. Well, you can work from home. You make your own hours. Well, that's really attractive to people that have newborn children or just children in general. Right. Because you know how complicated kids can be. Yeah. yeah. I don't have any kids personally, but I understand. Like, you know, it's a really big commitment. It's a really piece, really big piece of your schedule. 
I mean, and that's yeah. why my mom ended up doing yeah. what she did was because, like, you know, she needed that extra income. And at the time, exactly. it was, like I said, different. I mm-hmm. feel like within the past, like, 10 to 15 years, it's definitely changed and progressed in not a good way. One yeah. of those, you know, like you said, pyramid schemes where it's, like, the people on top are just getting richer and richer. And yeah, the one fighting to get those payments, mm-hmm. fighting to get that commission check so they can go get groceries. And that's ultimately why I think, like, <laughs> why I compared it to corporate America is I'm not a huge fan because I feel like, you know... Um, yeah. I found this statistic, and if I'm not correct, I'm sorry, but I think it's pretty correct. Mm-hmm. Is that the one um, percent has about I think it was like fifty percent, fifty percent of yep. the wealth in mm-hmm. the country, and then yes. the rest of the people are fighting over the other fifty percent. That's so, an insane amount of people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're saying one percent, which is only like three thousand people. Uh huh. I think that's correct. Wait. I think that's correct too. Yes. 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 Correct my math or I'm wrong. I'm yeah. drunk. Um, anyway. Mood. I'm a, way to be transparent. But. Oh, that's going to go on a, a t-shirt. <laughs> Correct my math. I'm drunk. Right? This is going to be marketing. Uh, multi-level marketing. Level MLM. one. Yeah. Correct my math of your drunk. <laughs> Correct my math I'm drunk. Anyway. Anyways, continue. No, but like. It just blows my mind that, you know, only that many people, maybe it's 30,000, I think that's more accurate. I think it um, is 300,000, right? Or I no. think it's 30,000, because if you times it by 0.1... Yeah, but, yeah so but there's 300 million Americans. Yeah, well, not so 300 up. million, there's 3 million Americans. No, 300 million. 300 million. million. Okay, I just looked it up. The population of the United States of America is approximately 340 million people. So it's 1%. 1% is 3,400,000. Okay, okay. Okay. So it's a little bit more than I thought. Sorry. That's 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 a lot of people. But still, yeah, 3 million people have like the top 50% of like, you know, how much the U.S. makes in total. Like, And then the rest, the other like, you know, what is that? (laughs) 363 million people. Well, yeah, let me let me not let me not blow your mind again. Don't do it. So what? 50% of the rest of the people only own 1% of all the wealth. Isn't that ridiculous? Ridiculous. It okay, is so you wild. saw the stat too, and maybe we're incorrect, but I also don't It was Bernie great. Sanders. What are you talking about? Like, I love Bernie Sanders. I love Bernie bro. Sanders. Can we be honest? I don't give a fuck what your political opinion is. Everybody loves Bernie Sanders. Yeah, yeah. Bernie Sanders. Is I've never Sanders. seen a Bernie Sanders hater in my life. I mean, well, he's pretty badass. I mean, I have, but I grew up in a very conservative <laughs> okay, part of yeah, New Mexico. Depends true. on how you grew up. But I'm all just sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I feel that, you know, it's just the improportionate, like, um, spread of wealth was just kind of extreme. Yeah. Not in proportion. Disproportionate. Oof. Can yeah. you tell Words. Me words? Anyway. Billions on billions. Yes, yes, yes. But, you know, it's just kind of mind-blowing to me that, you know, we all have to fight over this amount when, you know, if the 1% gave, like, not not even half, like a quarter of their income and make life a lot more livable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, but then if they did that, you'd have to consider consider inflation too. Like the government would be like, yeah, no, fuck this. We're just going to raise the prices of everything because you guys are all assholes. Well, oh. or maybe the 1% should cover the government's freaking, you know, I'd say. Yeah, exactly. Like $300 trillion or something ridiculous like it that. It is a crazy number of the debt that the United States And, and what yes. blows my mind is, uh, I'm sorry, we went off topic, but no, you know, these, this 1%, they're able to blow off taxes by donations. Well, 
Oh, exactly. And mm-hmm. so, you know, um, not to make it again political, but my girl that I love, Elizabeth Warren, she was like my uh, person I love. She was like always like a economics professor yeah. and stuff like that. She like had proposed that like anybody who's making over $50 million that they would get taxed two cents on every dollar that they make over uh, $50 million. And in that capacity, that <laughs> two cents, two cents, I'm like, two, two pennies. Cents for yeah. A dollar? You're kidding me. But, but if you did that for you're the people retaining 98% of your income, exactly. Right. And so she proposed this and she got a ton of like flack for it, even though it's like a very like, because all the politicians also make multi-million dollars. That's true. That's fair. But mm-hmm. I guess all I'm trying to say, like with this is it's like, it's just, just so crazy because like the things that she proposed, like mm-hmm. off of the wealth that we could like fix homelessness completely. Or there's like so many different like yeah. things that we could buy into in like the American economy mm-hmm. that we could fix. We could just totally fix. And I just, right. I don't understand why America is the way it is. Like, well, like, ah. maybe I've just said this to people. I don't know if I've said it previously in this podcast, but I definitely think money makes people corrupt. And that's why you have MLMs, people at the big mm-hmm. top being like, you have to bring this many people in. They because They have no ethics. They have no ethics. Yeah. They're fully willing to make people lose money to try and make mm-hmm. money themselves. And so it's just kind of one of those things that's just a broad term in America. And unfortunately, I think that's why, you know, a lot of people have a lot of stress, anxiety, depression is because it's not fair. Things mm-hmm. aren't fair. And mm-hmm. MLMs aren't fair either. It's one no. of those things that you have to bust ass and even if you did that it wouldn't bring you to the level that these people are saying you could possibly get to it's true and that's just mm. unfortunate <laughs> it is it's it's absolutely insane i 100 percent agree i the reason why i want to talk about this is i knew this person that i went to high school with yeah and we unfortunately shared a birthday so that really fucking sucked because she was one of those did you have little... combo birthday parties N- no oh, because okay. i only knew her in high school oh, okay but we I didn't like her at all, and she was one of those, like, really popular girls. She's all, my God, like, do you, do you have more work for me? Like, there, I know, I'm okay. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> no, but she was like that in high school, and then she ended up, you know, we, we all graduated together, and then immediately after high school, she had joined the um, Monet or Monet or however the fuck you want to say it. I don't know exactly how yeah, to say it. Yeah, yeah. That MLM... And she preyed on so many, including me. She tried to get me in it. I was like, um, no, sorry, I have a fucking job. Like, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Like, not to say that, you know, marketing isn't a job, but this particular <laughs> marketing in the sense of, like, multi-level marketing. No, sorry. I got you. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> let me correct myself because that was really fucked up. No, no, no. no. I'm not, sorry. No. <laughs> yeah, I was being yeah. silly because uh, but some of you know I work in marketing, so it just makes me laugh. But I also... Don't ever tell my boss, but sometimes I think it's weird. But also, anyway, go ahead. But go you're ahead. making money. Wait, making money. But I'm making money. <laughs> but it's not multi-level marketing. My, no. my, I'm like, to bring it back, my point is she would prey on all these poor girls that I also knew from my yeah. high school. Right. And I was so anti-MLM. Like, I was, I felt so strongly about this. And people knew that. And they got sucked into this shit. And they lost so much money. And they, they reached out to me. And I was thinking about making this whole not like a documentary but like i think you should like maybe like an but i don't have the messages anymore that's the problem oh man all these messages from these girls that were like yeah this this particular girl like like came up to me she's a fucking bitch like she just used us for money like not a good person and i knew that from the get-go because i mean not to flex but i think i'm a pretty good judge of character 
She's pretty a badass. She's pretty badass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'm hanging out with you guys, so I think that's a Ooh. really good judge of character. Best judge of character. <laughs> yes, in my she makes my heart warm. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> no, but I didn't like her at all, and I think I did call her out on Instagram. Like she was just being a dumbass bitch, and I was like, I was so tired of this because there were at least the roster was like up to ten people that had reached out to me yeah. because they knew I was a fucking hater to the core. Yeah. I was like, this is so fucking. Good. Like, stupid MLMs, let me tell you what happened to me no and yeah. that's what happened and i had oh, so much man. shit i was like dude i could totally expose her but i'm a decent person and i didn't do it but i still have Beautiful. the tea on that shit and i'm like you know and you're sharing it here in this podcast I yeah but it. no names and if you're listening to this fuck you because <laughs> 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 you know who you are anyways <laughs> But also, please don't prey on people that don't, just yeah. try to get back up. I think that's your main point. Well, is you yes. want people to be fair. You want people to be kind. And listen, this is in the height of COVID. People were losing their jobs. They were losing their money because right. they had credit card debt. They were using. They were dipping into their savings because they couldn't afford to live anymore because mm-hmm. they lost their jobs. Right. And this particular time period was like, hey, you can make all of this money and you can be your own boss and you don't have to go to work. It's like, oh, fuck. I don't have to worry about being an essential worker during this time yeah. I don't have to worry about exposing myself hey this is in the best interest of my family and my loved ones it's really not these wow. people are just trying to make money and it was just it was a terror and I just fucking watched it happen and I'm like uh, what can you hard. do? Yeah. So yeah, that that was my experience with oh my MLMs. Yeah. It was terrible. Well, and I think you bring up an interesting point like mm-hmm. with the social media before we cut it out but um, I think like I've even, like, there's been a couple times where, like, mm-hmm. I'm just passively scrolling, like, someone's yeah. story. And, like, I remember, like, there's been, like, a time or two where I was, like, drinking a little bit. So I was a little boozy, right? A little right? tipsy. A little tipsy. <laughs> hey, and <laughs> I, like, I don't know, like, some of these, like, people who are involved in MLMs, like, they, like, will post stuff on, like, their social media, like, yeah. stories and stuff like that. And it would be like, oh, how do you feel about this? And I would be like, click, click, click. Because I the was drinking a little polls, bit. Yeah. Instagram polls. And then, and then I got freaking messages from, like, these... These people and I'd be all ah like this is not what I wanted. Okay. I just I was just responding to a poll because I wanted something to do, you know. My and it's God. like so before I know you... it, they're like, you you want to be involved in this? Like, here's what you have to do: click this link it and like so just mention my name. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, you're like, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> so this this girl that I hated that was in the MLM. I I at a time period we followed each other on Instagram, mm-hmm. and I would accident accidentally because I'd be like fucking tapping through Instagram yes, stories, that's and I would accidentally respond to her polls, and I'm like. And she's all, she's all, hey, birthday twin. And I'm like, shut the fuck <laughs> up. I'm, I'm gagging for you. I'm, all, I'm like, yo, I'm all side eye. <laughs> Holy shit. And I'm like, don't talk to me. Like, leave me the fuck alone. Like, Agreed. I know what you're about. And you know I know what you're about. Like, why are you trying to fucking scan me? She's like, she's like, you want to take a like a hair quiz? Because she's no. on fucking shampoo. Uh, and quiz. and you know, and you know what's funny is like this fucking okay. You know what I'm just gonna like, say like it, it, it was Monet. Monet, Monet. I think I mentioned it before. Oh my god! Wait, I, my cousin was involved in that. I just remembered pyramid scheme. <laughs> but Monet had a huge lawsuit against them because their hair products were making people's hair fall out. Yeah, and this was that. super under the rug yeah. until recently, where it kind of resurfaced, and it was like, mm. and you know what? None of the girls that I knew that were like seriously involved in this MLM are a part of it anymore. Hmm. Right. And that is the shitty part about MLMs: is well, like you're fucked. Yeah, because there's not really any research that no. goes into it. It's basically just like a fly under, fly by the seat of your pants. Yeah, like, right. 
Oh my god. Well, I mean, <laughs> this is such an interesting topic about MLMs, and I will admit this is something that I want you all to know. Like, if you're succeeding with it, good for you. But for others, be weary and just be very cautious if you're interested, because it's one of those, like we said, moments mm-hmm. where you know you have to pay in, you may lose money from this. But if you are willing to make it work, sure, go for it. But I think yeah. uh, Michelle will speak for I think uh, the group of us. A majority. Say, yeah, we're we're not a fan and we're not very interested. So um, yeah. Well, and if you are involved and you feel like you need some help, like honestly, like get to a financial advisor and stuff like that as yeah, well. Because professionals that actually get paid to do this, shit. And, and yes, they yes. will help you. And it's one of those things. Like I know it seems really detrimental and yeah. impactful at the time, but just letting you know, if it worked for you, great. But please don't drag people and bully people into being into this company. One hundred percent. And I think that's just the core point we're trying to say with this rant um, and with this talk because we just don't want you all to be bullied into this so um, we appreciate y'all tuning in when we come back we'll have our mini rants about what we're annoyed about this week we'll be right back. back Welcome back. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. So that was a pretty enthralling topic, huh? MLMs. Let's get into it. It was like, crazy. Oh, my God. I know. I'm like you all. I just want to make sure you don't get scammed. So Don't get scammed. I know. <laughs> so what was one of your takeaways, Pam? Um, I definitely think I didn't have that big of a, I guess, definition of MLM until mm-hmm. we had this topic today. Yeah. And it really kind of grew... Um, I guess my love and hate for it. I don't know. I guess I'm like middle ground because my mom had good success. But other than that, I feel like a lot of other people in my life haven't. So that's just me. Um, What about you, Michelle? What's your takeaway? I feel like coming from a newer generation and like looking at how MLMs have transitioned from say like Mary Kay and Scentsy up until like, you know, like Monet and all these other fucking MLMs. Like, right. it's been such a big change. Like, it, I think at the beginning it had good intentions. Like, hey, you can do what you want to do with your time. You can right. sell your products and make your own income. I agree, yeah. And mm-hmm. then it just ended up being a pyramid scheme. Right. And I think that's my biggest takeaway is right now they're still using yeah. the older perception of MLMs. They're like, yeah, no, it's fucking great. You're going to be making so much money. You don't have to go to work. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you know, have a nine to five, but really you're working more. Right. Yeah. And you are just being a slave and it's similar to corporate America. And I think yeah. that these poor girls or guys that are being yeah. preyed on oh. or anybody that's being preyed on by these corporations mm-hmm. or these people that just have their own self-interest in mind right. are victims. And I just feel really bad. And I've just seen it. Um, throughout, you know, the last couple of years and it just, it really hits home because I really care about the people that I care about Mm -hmm. and I just don't want them to see, you know, I don't want to see them fall into this disparity and this financial struggle because we're already struggling. Like it's already bad and you're just making it worse and it's just something that I'm really passionate about. So yeah, that's my takeaway. I appreciate that. That really Mm -hmm. kind of dives deep into like why we brought up this topic in general so i appreciate that and we thank you of course as well yeah for sure um (laughs) ethan yeah what's your takeaway well so i what was kind of crazy is that we each had like some type of experience with mlms like that's something i didn't realize was like 
it it affects so many different people in our lives and like i'm sure like we could probably grab somebody off the street and ask them like right about an mlm and i'm sure somebody has like an interaction with so that like, as oh, well shit. like let me tell you about this yeah exactly and so yeah. it's like it's a very far-reaching thing because it is such a personable thing and it really like does like attack us on our human identities you know and like our, our ability to connect with other people and stuff like that and so right. i think it's just kind of crazy to um see yeah. how much it impacts each one of us humans Absolutely. you know so yeah i mean it's definitely an impactful subject and of course we haven't said it this episode and i'm surprised if you have been impacted by mlms direct message us right yeah like, that's true yeah i am your story because oh my god oh my fucking god <laughs> thank you it is crazy it's yeah wild. and you know we love having your guys's like personal opinions and of Ooh. course if you want to be on this podcast we are so happy to have any guest speaker um i know this is something that people are possibly interested in and we love you michelle for joining this was yes, so yes. yes. we and might then, ha- yeah we might ha- have to have her back on again because this was i know too like fun. what the hell like <laughs> do we find so our cool. third i'm like i'm like oh i don't know we're not like four of my sister i know <laughs> having anna here too can you imagine oh my god chaos, chaos. absolute chaos it would be chaos but i think it'd be beautiful chaos beautiful um, chaos yes so anyway i'm just saying yeah mlms please let us know we'd love to hear your stories and of course please if you have any concerns or questions mm-hmm. we're not the experts but we can hopefully help give you more like a different input or a different, yeah, yes, different for opinion sure. on it and um yeah financial consultant like you said um ethan is really uh, appreciative but um we really care about you guys we'll let you all know so i appreciate all of us talking about that. That was Me really too. fun. Me too. Uh, but now we're going to have to transition to the what we're going off in this episode. <sighs> So I think we're going to start with uh, you, Ethan. You're going to have to tell me, what have you been going off on? Well, okay. So, you know, as you're aware, and as you're aware as well, Michelle now. Yes. <laughs> um, I live in a condominium, yeah. but it's just a fancy way to say an apartment that you own, basically, mm-hmm. right? Right, right. And so... Uh, we are actually renting this place, but so I will say apartment living mm-hmm. has been fascinating, let me tell you, yeah. right? And so, I mean, after like uh, four years of kind of like living in like lease places right now, mm-hmm. um, you have like a ton of interesting experiences, right? So you never know exactly what's going to happen, what Fred and whatever their partner's name is next door. Wilma. Wilma. <laughs> exactly. Fred, Fred and Wilma in a little Stone Age little... Uh, unit next. Yeah, next yeah, yeah. You. you never know what exactly is going to be going on. So, um, it's just crazy because you know there's times where I am just like laying in my bed, being a good Christian Hanging woman. <laughs> when, like a Christian woman. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. When you start hearing, oh, oh, babe, oh, yeah. We can yeah. actually hear people fucking. Yeah, I have heard people fucking. I've Shut heard it. Up. I've heard it from upstairs. I've heard it from down below. I've heard yes. it in a house, in a Brand box, in a. Too. Dude, I'm like a Dr. Seuss books about the places I've heard people fucking. He's all you know? the places you will go. All the places all the people. You will go. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, right, and so that was something crazy. And then, like a week and a half ago, um. We were just like chilling. I was like trying to get to bed because I've been trying to wake up early, mm-hmm. like I had iterated in the last podcast. Hello. And um, 
part of like the thing was is like I was literally in bed and at like twelve thirty I hear like this freaking like commotion outside and I look outside and there's like a freaking brawl that is oh happening. God. I'm like, like literally and then I'm like so my first reaction is oh fuck like this can't be happening so I throw on some clothes and um so does like my roommate's boyfriend and so like we go downstairs and try to like confront these people downstairs you can hear it that loud no yeah so they were like right outside like right where the cars are parked so it's like right outside our windows but it's also like you have to go down a flight of stairs and like get to them for sure and so we didn't know exactly what was happening when we got there they're so fucking drunk there's like there's no interfering with it yeah yeah, but we're happy drunks, right? Yeah. But like, I, you know, you meet but these people, not happy like literally. Drunks. So like, security got involved. One of these bitches rips off her shirt, right? And she starts trying to fight the security guard. She's all, ah! and then she's like, "You fucking took off my shirt!" And I was like, "I literally witnessed you take off your own goddamn shirt, girl." <laughs> Another guy like beats his head against the wall, and he's like, "You threw my head into the wall." And I'm like, "I, I'm like, you guys like see what is happening?" And I'm like. I'm like, I, I should be recording this right now because it's crazy. But <laughs> so it's God. just like apartment living is absolutely bonkers. And it's like, you know, in this economy, like, <laughs> <laughs> how do you expect me to like, like yeah. do anything more than that right now? You know, so it's like kind of crazy. It is crazy. Do you mind if I put a little bit of input? Yeah, yeah. That? So I was in an apartment for about four years. Uh-huh. Um, and at our apartment, similar situation. You will wake up at 2.30 in the morning to people screaming bloody murder outside. Yes. You don't know what's happening. And you hear, you know, let's say Joe and, you know, Beth. They're yeah. over here going at it. And you're just like, oh, my God. You can, like, open your screen door and you can hear them clear as day. They're just screaming. Yes. You're like, you really think 2.30 in the morning is the best time to argue outside? Of course. Sure. <laughs> okay, but when you're in a toxic relationship, like, any time it is. is a good well, time to argue. Because I've been yeah. there before. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, 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 broke a, I broke a phone over, like, that type of shit before. <gasps> well, like, yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying. It's just, it's just one of those things. You know, people go through life events and you kind of, like, hear it. And especially in apartment living, like you said. You hear everything. Yeah. Like, there was one time where our other neighbor, she was on the second floor. She fell off of her balcony <gasps> onto the floor. And her tooth was gone. Oh, honey, we no. went out and walked my dog that, like, the following morning. You found the tooth. And the tooth was there. Yeah, no. they, they take the tooth and they take it to an emergency, like, dental surgeon, like a like an orthodontist. Yeah. And they can put it back in. For you. They oh, didn't wow. take that tooth. That thing was gone. That shit um, was gone. But, like, you know, it was just weird because you see, like, a tooth there and then you see this whole pool of blood. <gasps> That had, like, dried, but not quite yet. <laughs> so, like, it was know, semi-dried blood. Yeah, not to, like, you know, carry on to your rant. I do appreciate that apartment living is freaking sketchy It's wild, sometimes. bro. Like, like yeah. especially in the Burkenio area. Like, and oh, Albuquerque. Lord. Albuquerque is wilding out here. That's crazy. That's happening before, but I'm not going to expand on that. Because I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beware. <laughs> but, Beware. Shit happens in apartments, bro. Like, exactly. <laughs> so, I think that, like, ends my rant. What about you, dear Pam. Uh, well, so my topic is I think everyone can relate to it at least at once. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. They see my uh, <laughs> our outlines, they know what I'm about to rant about. Um, but my rant is going to be about ingrown yeah. hairs. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, I just so grew on just hearing that. Yeah, oh my god. So um <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those things like human bodies have hair. It's inevitable to get an ingrown hair on like your arm, on Where, your leg. Even if you wax or shave or if you don't right. remove hair, like you're going to get an ingrown hair at some point. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, not to be too TMI, but I've had an ingrown hair. Well, not had. It's only appeared in the past few days on my privates. Oh. oh. 
tell you this is the worst pain I've ever felt in my fucking life. I literally like, you know, you give myself a little bit of a, you know, good time and I feel it and it like instantly hurts. How you geez. like just have to like glaze over it and that's all it takes for it to go like, oh my God, like it just hurts. And um, Michelle was saying something beautiful before. She was like, Whenever you have an ingrown hair, it's always in, like, the most sensitive part of your it skin. It is. It is. And it's the worst feeling in the fucking world. And so, like, for me, I'm just over it. Like, why does your body have to self-sabotage? It's like, you know what? I know you have problems. But let's put this ingrown hair right here. This is no, the perfect spot. But not even that, right? It's like, okay, your hair grows one direction all the time. I'm like, why Why does it decide to take a detour and go left That's and, into your skin? And it's like, skin. Yeah, I'm like, like what the fuck? Yeah. And like, like you said, not to be too TMI, skip over it if it grosses you out, but also, are you human? Anyway. <laughs> but like, for me, it's just been really irritating because it's, like I said, in such a sensitive part of my body that like, you can't help it. You're freaking, you know, going to the bathroom and sometimes you feel it's it like, and you're oh like, this God. is the worst. It hurts. <laughs> I know. And so I got advice from Michelle and you kind of just have to, you know, Toughen through it and just take it out. Exfoliate, exfoliate. I mean, I was hoping it would grow yeah. out on its own, but there's no way it's gonna. No, at this but point. exfoliate also sometimes you have to just oh. fucking be a man and fucking pop that shit like yeah. a yeah. handful, and you just gotta pull it out with some tweezers. It's yes, gonna happen. yes, yeah. Because honestly, that yeah. relief you feel instantly after is like unreal. So I don't it's know. Insane. It's really weird. <laughs> I guess this is relatable for every person. And <laughs> grown hairs. There's no way it's relatable to every person. Yeah, yeah. it Everybody sucks. Knows. Yeah. Ass. So no, not to you. be too my like I said, but <laughs> if you've ever experienced it, I feel you. And if you're going through it right now, I'm so sorry, dude. But there's this one product just to end it off. It's called Tend Skin. Ooh. Like to tend, like and then skin. And it's it's very expensive. It's like twenty dollars for a bottle, yeah, but it's just like it's it's but it's worth it because you only have to use a little bit. It's like a toner. Like you'd have to use as much as a toner on your face, right? And you just fucking swipe across wherever you know you shaved your armpits, yeah. you know, down there, or even on acne on your face. Like you can use it. Oh wow! It'll yeah, kill cool. the bacteria from your ingrown hairs or the pimple that you have, and it, yeah. it will take it away within a couple of days. That's amazing. It's expensive, but it's worth it because of its extreme benefits and the and quality of it i sure. use the fuck out of that and honestly it helped because i get ingrown hairs too yeah like, i was like oh my god girl me too like <laughs> holy shit i know i addressed this with you guys you're all like so like, it's just one of those things like i said it if is. you're human it's, it's gonna happen right. once in your life you know it's i i know if you have you pride yourself in the most beautiful skin fantastic mm-hmm. but you cannot prevent like ethan said your hair from going left like it's not gonna happen so Anyway, that's my mini rant. Um, I just but wanted to share that. I guess be a little input just before. Because yeah. I remember the first time I ever had shaved, like, down there, right? Like, I was, like, still in my parents' house. And I remember the first time I did it. Like, it was just, like, it was just, like, the like face razor that I had used before right. but with guys they have like it cuts so close to the it skin does. right and so I remember I shaved down there and honestly I was like hell yeah I'm like this feels yeah, good I remember like good. I remember like I would like stick my hand down my pants just like feel like right. the area I'll be like hell yeah, yeah. like it's so soft right? right and I remember three days later I'm like <laughs> 
look down and it is just red. an infestation <laughs> of red. It looked like the worst acne experience you've oh, ever no. seen. And so I didn't realize this, but like, so a little bit of tip out there for like my gay men or people who don't use these razors, like feminine razors are the way to go yeah. because they don't close, uh, like cut as close to the skin. Mm-hmm. So it like reduces your ability of having um, ingrown hair. So that right. is something that I recommend to every man out there. It yeah. does not make you any less of a man, even though I cannot believe I'm having to say that, no. but you should get these razors because it helps you so much like reduce the right. ingrown hairs for sure. And, I mean, what I'm saying is I only have one. It could have been way worse, right? So I, oh, mean, yeah, I should appreciate yeah. that it's only one. Oh, babe, like, we're talking 40, 50. 50. Yeah. I was like, oh, that is so, oh my God. I know. Yeah. Maybe TMI, but everyone needs to know this is some life hack saving, you know? Yeah. We're, we're saving your life right here. <laughs> anyway, that was my mini rant. But Michelle, I would love to hear your mini rant. Yeah. Okay, so this is kind of more of a serious topic. Not really, actually. I'm just being a bitch. But <laughs> <laughs> it's um, about, this is something I feel really strongly about it's about passive aggressiveness and personally i think it is the worst way to communicate with people and i think that it has just evolved terribly within like your youth until your adult whole adulthood sorry i cannot talk your adult whole your adult i'm on maybe a little bit <laughs> just a little bit cosmos got me oh you my know. god Cosmo. where's wanda <laughs> No, but I don't know. I just feel like in the past, even just like the last week, I don't think that people know how to communicate properly. Agreed. And they're like, oh, well, did you do this? Or like, did you see this? Or were you at this place? When they knew very well that that you weren't or like that didn't get accomplished instead of being direct. Like, hey, I noticed that this happened. Are you struggling? Or like, is there something you need help with? Like, I think that is so unprofessional, especially in a professional job. Yeah. Or even in any workplace. It does not matter where the fuck you're working. You need to be direct with people. And I think that's just one of the biggest problems that I have is I am not responsible for understanding what you're trying to say to me. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're not being direct. Like, that is not my responsibility to, you know fucking dissect and to translate like what your intentions are and people get super mad about that like if Mm. they're being passive aggressive and you're just like well i don't know like were you there or did you see something and they're like well i was asking you like they just turn it around on you and i don't fucking appreciate that i don't fucking vibe with that either okay yeah I'm gonna be devil's advocate. Oh, yeah, God. for sure. No, Here absolutely, we go. please. Well, I appreciate you. In the work environment, there yeah. is no room for passive aggressiveness. We're there for a reason. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> you cannot be passive aggressive mm-hmm. in a work environment. You're trying to like yeah. have me predict what you're trying to say with like your comment. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. Yeah. But I will admit, passive aggressiveness is the way I communicate through friendships. So I feel like it's very different, a very different scenario in terms of like a professional life versus your friendships. Like if you're, if you have a developed friendship with somebody and you're like, listen, like what the fuck is up? Like it's different than like if you're with your coworker and they ask you a really like convoluted question and you're like, what the fuck? Like really? Like, okay, how do I respond to this? But if you're friends with somebody, it's more of a joke and it's more lighthearted and you don't have to worry about it. No. 
And I think that's how I should have approached that question. But, but not at work. Yeah. I get what you're saying. At work, that's not. Mm-hmm. there's no room for passive aggressiveness. And let me clarify, because yeah. I have a lot of friends that listen, and I appreciate you guys. I'm not being <laughs> passive aggressive as like, a, you know, I'm very verbally angry at you, and I'm yeah. going to be verbally angry. Yeah. It's more of like, I want you to know, maybe I was a little bit irritated by that, but it's not to the point where like, it's going I'm to. You. Exactly. Yeah. It's not enough for me to be like, I'm pissed. It's more of like a okay. Well, and I mean teasing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I guess to like expand off of that as well. I guess there's like varying degrees, even in like the friendship element, right? Yes. Because like I think like when Pam has been like quote unquote passive aggressive with me, like it doesn't feel that way. It feels like a joke that like there's a little bit of truth to it, and like I feel like I sense that. I have had friends though, unfortunately, where it's like the passive aggressivity all the time though is. All the time, and yeah. it's super intense, and it's like, what the fuck, bro? Like, really? um, yeah, where it's like, I need you to discuss this with me. So I agree with you. Like, yeah. I think passive aggressivity, honestly, across the board, relationship, friendship, uh, professional like environments, mm-hmm. I think it is the worst form of communication. I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of it myself. I'll be honest, but Same. no, I've done it before too. I'm not innocent at all. But, but I no think it is important to be direct with people. You know what? It's gonna fucking sting a little bit. Yeah, it might like tatter your friendship a little bit but is more important if there's like a real underlying issue in my opinion you have to get it out on the table i do not do good with like passive aggressiveness forever like let's fucking get it out mm -hmm. and like let's beat heads and like move on from it you know and and i appreciate that yeah i think you both have said it it has to be a real issue yeah that's the big keyword here it has to be a real enough issue you're willing to Go to more aggressive terms and be like, hey, dude, this, this is, is fucking bullshit. Yeah. yeah. And for me, that's where, like, you know, I guess I don't want you, <laughs> my friends, to be overthinking how I interact. And I'm too a very. Late. Too late. You're just kidding. Yeah, you know, Ethan gave me the side eye. And I was like, I'm not serious. <laughs> but, like, you know, it's just one of those things for me. Like, it's, it's really hard. And I guess I can agree with it's a very rough terms of communication. Because you can't be sure if I'm over here being passive aggressive or, like, just teasing you. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say 99% of the time, yeah. I'm just teasing. I'm not really being, like, that fucking bitch. You want to say that? No, know your audience. <laughs> that is such an yeah. important like part of life is you have to know who you're talking to, and I think right. it's a really good skill that people need to learn. It's like, hey, this is my friend, or this is my coworker, or this is somebody that I can really be, you know, ver- right. vulnerable with. Sorry, words. I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's, it's okay. They're hard. They're hard. I get it. <laughs> yeah. No, but I feel like there's a there's a line between passive aggressiveness and like making a joke. And agreed, I'm like, agreed. oh my god, like you're a fucking bitch. Like I'm not actually I'm like, Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you're kind. Well <laughs> <laughs> it goes back to like kind of like I guess gut instinct. It's yeah. almost like you can kind of tell when someone's being passive aggressive yeah. or if yeah. they're being teasing. If they're yeah. teasing, you kind of feel the feel. If they're being passive aggressive, you're like Oh, I'm getting a weird feeling. That about hurts. Yeah, kind of. like, you do. Hurt. Yeah, yeah exactly. like, Oh, so you must have really felt that. So, like I said, I really rarely use passive aggressiveness, but if I use passive aggressiveness, mm. you deserve it. Woo! Shit! Oh, she, she just made this move quiet. <laughs> I know. No, we had to pause and like her next move. I like, really shit. And you know, I have so much love to give, but it's also like you kind of will know where you fucked up. That's you know true. It's true. And you it's just that? a matter of like, of course. Every relationship, there's, like, minor yeah. mistakes. And like I said, no, of passive aggressiveness has to be to the point where, like, it's obviously made enough stink in my mind for me yeah. to be like, wow. Yeah, you're like, oh, did you yeah. know this? You really like jazz, huh? 
I like jazz. <laughs> so you like jazz? Like well, exactly. So I appreciate your topic, though. Yes. It definitely in work. It is the worst form of communication. It is. Yeah. And I guess I'm, I agree. Any form of communication relationship-wise, yeah. it's pretty tough. It's yeah. just a judgment thing like yeah. to like you have to know who you can communicate with sure. particularly right and but i feel like if it's at a very basic level if you're being a dick you're being a dick and True. honestly call me out too if i'm being a dick call me out yeah I same will, I will pam be you're honest. being a dick i'm just kidding a fucking asshole <laughs> tell me why <laughs> she said let's fucking hear it ethan <laughs> let's go i love this podcast let's make a list shit yeah <laughs> no but, but like i said i'm i'm yes. very open and i think same. you agree yeah, yeah. you agree you're, yeah yeah well, I mean, you guys too, right? <laughs> Come on, I know. Yeah, yeah, of course you're being free. I'm speaking this to my friends as well. I'm, I'm really speaking this like, I'm a very open person. And if you're like, are you mad at me? I'll be like, okay, yeah, I didn't like no, how yes. you didn't invite me to blah, 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 or whatever. But I mean, that's what I appreciate about you is like, if I do send something, I can confront you about it. Yeah. And you're like, I'm like, oh, nothing. No, you will be like, yeah, it actually fucking this pissed me off. Me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's why passive aggressiveness doesn't work. So if if you feel like you get that sense from me, just let me know and we'll same. we'll clear it up pretty fast. Exactly. Yeah, same. Exactly. So I get what you're saying. A lot of people use passive aggressiveness. Thank you. Yeah. It's rough. But you know, honestly, Michelle, it has been such a pleasure having you on this yes. episode. Oh my god. I'm like like strongly considering you're gonna have to like come back weekly. I'm like, like how long we went. I'm like, I'm I so know. sorry to all y'all listening. It's gonna be a wild episode. You know what? This is also a treat though because we didn't record last week, so you're gonna get a double episode this a double week. Whammy. Yeah, yeah, yes. a little spice in your life. Anyway. No, guys, thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate it, and yes. I am just super excited to maybe be here in the future. Yeah, awesome. like I said, you're more than welcome to come back. We'll, we'll see you next week. <laughs> I'll be here. See you next Thursday. You know what I mean? Bye, baby. Oh, my God. Before we leave, we do have our some outro stuff. Of course, follow us on Instagram. We go off podcast. Um, And if you love our podcast and you're really interested, uh, leave a like and review. We would love to hear from you. As well as our DMs are open, so feel free to let us know what you think. And if you absolutely hate the episode, sure, go ahead. But we're also going to disregard, so thank you. They're Uh, open. They're hollow. Hollow. (laughs) Just kidding. <laughs> anyway, um, we will see you guys next week when, when we, we go, go off. off.